Why is it called Mersey View when you can't even see the river from here? The question was uttered in a slightly argumentative tone that 15-year-old Monica Savage wasn't sure she liked very much. The girl facing her was part of the new family that had moved into the street yesterday and she looked to be about the same age as herself. She was taller and thinner though and had very dark brown, almost black hair swept back from her forehead, her dark eyes animated and fringed with thick sooty lashes. She wasn't what you would call pretty by any stretch of the imagination, but she was, Monica had to admit, what Mam would term striking. Why she was taking this belligerent attitude she didn't know. Monica shrugged in response to the girl's question. I don't know why they called it that. I've lived here all my life and I've never heard anyone else ask that before. I suppose the council or whoever is in charge of these things thought it sounded more interesting than just such and such a street. Anyway, you actually can see the river if you go to the end and peer around the corner of the last house. Monica shrugged again. And why would you want to be bothered looking at the river at all? It's not called the Mucky Mersey for nothing. In summer it stinks to high heaven. The other girl considered this. Oh, I just thought me mam might have moved us all here so she could actually see the river. You see, me dar goes away to sea. Nothing fancy like, not on the big liners. It's just a cargo ship and he's in the engine room. Her tone had softened slightly as she spoke of her father and then she grinned, transforming her features entirely. What's your name? Monica grinned back. Maybe she wasn't too bad after all. Monica Savage, what's yours? Joan, Joan Copperfield. We moved into number 10 yesterday. Mam, me and our Charlie. He's my brother. He's 12 and a holy terror, so my mam is always saying. He needs me dad to keep him in order, but, well, dad's hardly ever here, so he's not much use in that department. Monica nodded her understanding. In this city, half the male population had chosen going away to sea as a job, if not a career. She leaned back against the end wall of the house nearest to them, which had been warmed by the rays of the setting sun now cascading over the dark slates of the rooftops, and stared up the street, her arms folded. Maybe Mrs Copperfield had expected to be able to see her husband's ship as it came up river to the docks, but if so, she would be disappointed. As the girl said, you couldn't even see the Mersey. Joan followed Monica's example, crossing her arms over her chest and looking up the street. This wasn't bad, she mused to herself, much like the one they'd left, but then nearly all the streets in the working-class areas of Liverpool looked pretty much the same. Two- and three-storied, narrow, terraced houses with yards at the back which housed the privies and the ashcans. Some were in better condition than others, but all were old and blackened by the soot that poured from countless chimneys, both domestic and industrial. They had no gardens, of course, and in this part of Everton the streets were very steep, the houses looking as if they were clinging desperately to the side of St George's Hill. In winter, these streets were treacherous to both man and beast, or so she'd heard. That's why they all had railings for people to hang on to. There was a small shop on the corner where Mersey View joined Northumberland Terrace and on the opposite corner was the George and Dragon, the obligatory public house. Surreptitiously, 
Joan had quickly taken in her new acquaintance's appearance. About the same age, a bit on the plump side and not as tall as herself, but with light brown hair which seemed to wave naturally and very blue eyes. Her green and white cotton dress and matching green hand-knitted cardigan were definitely better than the faded print dress she wore herself. So, you'll have to tell me who lives where in the street and who has the shop. That's really important. My mam will want to know that so she can see about getting a bit of credit, like. Do they let you put things on the slate? Monica nodded. Once Ethel knows you, and if she thinks you're reliable, come on, we'll walk down there and I'll introduce you to her. Mrs Ethel Newbridge is her proper name, and Mo Clancy has the pub. Not that my dar goes in there much, and we'd be skinned alive if we set foot over the doorstep. Mo's name is Maurice Clancy, really, but everyone calls him Mo. They fell into step as they walked slowly up a narrow, steep, cobbled street, with Monica pointing to the various houses. We live there, number 15. Midar works on the railways. He's a guard and he's based at Lime Street. There's Mam and me, of course, and our Eileen, Miss Sister. She's the same age as your Charlie and she's a real pain in the neck. We just don't get on, never have done. When we were younger, Mam made me take her everywhere with me and she was always whining and lagging behind. I hated it. <laughs>